that's just how it is. When you win, people shut up. Like like I just did. We just won that podcast. But then you didn't. You're right. We could cut that if you want. Nope. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Paws podcast presented by the Manhattan Mercury. As always, I'm Ryan Black. I'm the sports editor at the paper here. I'm also the Kansas State beat writer for men's basketball and football, both sports of which are going on now. I'm joined by Sean Collins, who covers women's basketball, helps out with other sports, and also is our go-to guy for all preps coverage. So, Sean, what I want to know is, would you rather, and you've probably seen this question before. Okay. Would you rather fight one duck-sized horse oh, yeah, no, or a hundred <laughs> horse-sized ducks? See, I took I took so a glad, vacation. Okay, so you've been, you've oh, yeah, been no, primed I, on this. See, my, Miles, you're going to have a really good answer. You remember my vacation to Colorado, right? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah you, the, you covered, Ryan covered me for an entire week. I had a pre-planned vacation prior to taking this job. He so. hated the job so much, he took yeah. a week off after only being here. Yeah, like I, I was here for a month, and I was like, I can't do this. I got to get out of here. <laughs> took some R&R. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I took a vacation. With, oh, when uh, he got back to the office, people were looking at him like, Oh, he came back. Oh, Look they were what, they were throwing things. Oh, it was it was ugly. Tomatoes. I mean, yep. Sean. Oh, it was bad. And I just couldn't look at him. I, I mean, I just felt bad for him. Ned just stared at me. That's all. Just got the stare down. Well, uh, anyways, I I went on vacation with my family and uh, and three of my buddies, and we actually had this exact same argument. We talked about it for I mean several hours. Just on that topic, it didn't change. Yeah, I mean, wow. the the likelihood that you have to understand is that you're probably going to lose in either scenario um but a lot of it comes down to like are, are we are we moving strength because a horse is a really really strong sturdy animal are they maintaining their strength and speed when they move down to that smaller size or like are they just a more dense horse or are they losing speed and losing size either way i would probably rather fight the horse sized duck um, you don't want to f- get find yourself in water, right? Like that, you, it, it's over if that's the case because it's going to swim faster than you. The beak is really, really strong, and it, I mean this this is a huge animal, but I feel better with my chances against one creature than a hundred. That's what that, I was going to say. That's yeah. probably that's why I would pick that too. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people feel like they could punt or like kick a bunch of the of the duck sized horses, but. A hundred is a lot. Well, that's the thing. Like, even if you take out 50 of them, you're only halfway there. Yeah, and, and you're going to be exhausted. I mean, they're going to be able yeah, to conserve their energy. And your your kicks, punches, whatever, unless, again, because I mean, I'm assuming it is hand-to-hand combat. It's yeah. think you got a bat or a, a lead pipe or something <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> you know, you, you want me to go all clue on you? Like, who killed Mr. Body? Yeah. With what, what item? The candlestick in the kitchen? I mean, like if 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 you've got the duck and you like clipped one of its wings, you'd be you'd be in a good shape. The webbed feet. I don't know if so that, that would that be point, a pro the duck or would a almost, con the for duck the duck. The duck horse would be like a uh, like a like a unicorn then, right? If it has wings, like Pegasus in a way. Yeah, I mean, because that's I guess what the one thing is I've never seen like an actual drawing of what they're because like I said, are is it literally that the the horse sized ducks uh, will they have? Like I said, horse feet, or will they have like? Will they be switched? I to think having... it's just a duck the size of a horse. So like, I think we're taking like the average height okay. and weight of a horse, and then moving a duck. Oh, you're to right. That. So it is literally just the size. It's yeah. not actually they're they're then switching characteristics. I like don't, the horse gets a beak. I don't think so. 
yeah, no, I definitely think your best bet. I mean, unless you're just you're you're, of, you're in trouble either way. You know, well, yeah, no, I I don't I don't <laughs> fancy anyone's most people's chances in any either one of those, but uh, I, I think the better bet would be the the duck sized horse. Too. Yeah, you also have to think. I would I would just think. Usually, ducks are less aggressive than horses, especially if you're talking about like wild mustangs. They're also not as smart. Yeah. Uh, so, and here's the thing, John, that we mentioned is, hey, just because you maybe kick or punch one of these duck-sized horses doesn't mean it's going to knock it out. It could keep yeah. it. So, like, I'm just saying the fact that you'd have to beat one up. entity. You, I, I just feel the one-on-one. Is, yeah, it can't tag out. Yeah, that's that's better than better than facing a hundred. So this was a this was a raring start to this podcast where we, we did actually that. We talk, talked about that for five minutes. Where we Ryan. actually talk about K-State sports, Kansas State, the university here. We've done worse. We've we've taken 10 to 15 minutes to get to K-State before, so we're rolling. Well, you're right. And guess what? We're going to be rolling down to Memphis. Well, don't say we're. Well, we meaning the paper, and by we, it means I as a single entity, as you said. A one man-sized boy. Or whatever you want to call me. As I'm sitting here very looking very haggard. I haven't shaved recently. I Matt Walters who I appear on a different podcast with, he hates when I shave because he says it makes me look very young. And uh I've never been assumed to be really young. Yeah. So I mean I at least can in the past hour. I at least have that you know, that chameleon like I can kind of switch what I look like if I have a beard or not. Yeah. And you've seen Sean, like I mean, I can grow a pretty decent beard I, I couldn't do like what like the defensive coordinator at k-state scotty hazels and like just the the length kind of deal but at least fills in i don't have weird patches and stuff i usually just roll around on the floor and cry well i mean it, it stinks man i mean there are some people i know who like you said they they want to grow a beard but they're just like it comes in wrong or just whatever and there's like i just can't do it i mean like i can do okay but like where i can grow facial hair is not where i would want to do so it so it would just be like right here like around your lips and it, like well, it the... would be it would be like on my lip and then just part of my chin and so you kind of look like one of the three musketeers yeah I, i'm yes, exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the biggest laugh i've ever got out of you on this podcast Absolutely. Other, than, that is, other I mean, than the time that we fired greg woods on the podcast which he still fired he we still fired him fired. again this week we hired him for uh game coverage and then we fired him again we are really yanking him around for sure he doesn't know <laughs> one day whether he's hired or fired it's pretty wild, folks. Does K State have a bowl game? Didn't notice. Well, right, so they're going to Memphis. Uh, they're going to be in the Liberty Bowl playing Navy, who actually has one more game playing the annual Army Navy game in Never Philadelphia. Heard of it. In Philadelphia on Saturday. Uh, you know, I've seen, I guess the line originally for that game started at 10.5, and, and now it's 10. You know, Army's not quite as good this year as they have been. Navy obviously has had an incredible season. I think, like I said, it's fascinating for K State people who want to know more about navy that they're actually going to get to watch them this week yeah and the only game involving two fbs teams so it should be fun should be fun i mean it's basically what k-state people sean and away were doing last year at this time once they found out about climbing getting hired mm-hmm. like it made north dakota state playoff games appointment television so like well is this what we're going to look like next year what not not they didn't at least know about north dakota state before for two reasons one because they came in here in 2013 and, and beat k-state mm-hmm. in, in an opener and the second reason is because how could you not have heard about North Dakota State at this point? I mean, given how un- the unbelievable the success they've had, even if basically, I mean, if you're just a casual college football fan, you'd at least have known how amazing they they have been. And, and hey, they're still ranked number one this year right now with climbing gone. I mean, so they're still trucking along. 
But uh, like it's going to be. I mean, I'm going to be someone who 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 watches the game Saturday while I'm here in the office. Um, you're talking Army Navy now. Army Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and so um, you're right. I, I did not mean that. I'm gonna be, I mean, I guess I might. That's a very fun football game. It yeah, always is. It, well, and I think Sean, it's one of those things where people have talked about that it try, kind of transcends college football in mm-hmm. a way. It's one of those events. There's a handful of events in sports, I think, that really kind of transcends sports. One being like the Olympics, yeah. I would say, for obvious reasons. Um, another would be the Masters, probably. Um, I'm trying to think what other events you would throw in there. There, There's a handful of events. That the Fortnite World Cup? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> well, I would even say the Super Bowl, just because that's that mm-hmm. one game a year that everybody, even if you don't know the team, the team's in it, the team colors, a single player, people just get together and watch it as, as friends. And it's a reason to get together and do something. What do you think about the idea that some people have that we should drop a holiday and make Super Bowl like Sunday an official holiday? What are we thinking about dropping here? I mean, uh, I'm ne- I've never I, been. I've never really seen what. Uh, well, I guess I've the never obvious... been enormous on holidays anyway. So well, I'm, I mean, I, I'm for it. I would think the obvious day, given that so many people have a problem with it as is, would be Ryan Black's birthday. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I well, was thinking. It's a holiday that follow that's right before it. It's Columbus Day. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, that's just the obvious one. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, people would not be okay with July Fourth or, uh, <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc., New Year's. But I would think, I would think Columbus Day would be at the top. Yeah, maybe, maybe Labor Day would be number two. Man, I don't really even know other than those. Which those are probably the two only ones that are like, yeah, because you can't count any of the National Blank Day kind of thing. Yeah, it's got to be like a real, real like true holiday. Election Day still has to be a holiday, but whatever. Well, John, do you know what July Fourth is in Britain? July Fourth. You knew it. Doggone it. You had the joke. Because I just remember that always used to be one of those. I like, didn't know the joke. If, I just said it. It's one of those things where you try to trick people. Like, it's such an op- Like, well, it's still July 4th. They just don't celebrate a holiday. It's yeah. just July 4th in Britain. But, man, we are way off track. K-State football, which, like I said, does have a bowl game where they're going to be playing Navy. Sean, the thing is, you know, by now people have, I, I think, I think most K-State fans have maybe gotten over the fact that they feel like they got snubbed. Because, you know, the way it worked with both both of the Big 12 uh, conference championship game participants being Oklahoma and Baylor, both of them getting New Year's six bids, Oklahoma being the playoff, Baylor going to the Sugar Bowl to face Georgia. Yep. That that then meant that all the other eligible teams, of which there were only four this year outside of those two, meant that every other team was going to move up. And so basically what happened is that K-State got the lowest, quote-unquote, lowest bowl of that because mm-hmm. Texas went first to the Alamo, then it was Iowa State to the Camping World, then Oklahoma State to the Texas Bowl, and then K-State to the Liberty. And, again, I understand, Sean, because, you know, and I've, gosh, I've written about this to death, if you look on our website. But I think people can understand if they had gotten picked, you know, behind Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Because Oklahoma State was the only one of those. Because, again, here's the other thing. All four of those teams finished with the exact same record in conference play, five and four. Yep. So if – and then here's the other thing. K-State and Oklahoma State both finished eight and four overall, whereas – Texas and Iowa State only finished seven and five. So if you use the overall record as the first tiebreaker, that means Texas and Iowa State are eliminated. Well, then if you look at the other two tiebreakers, well, Oklahoma State was the only one of the four teams ranked in the final college football playoff poll. And then we put the head to head. K State very recently defeated Iowa State. Well, yeah, but, but I'm talking about specifically K State, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Is Oklahoma State beat them straight up in Stillwater in a game that was not nearly as close as the 26 to 13 final score indicates? Because yep. they scored that late touchdown to make it look. Like it was a little closer, but no. 
if they, you know, Chuba Hubbard could have, I mean, <laughs> he, he just flat out dominated, mm-hmm. flat out dominated K State. And so I'm just saying that to me, those two teams have the biggest gripe. Sure. Oklahoma State and K State. And Sean, let me ask this. Are you someone, because there's a theory with some people out there that's like, well, if it's not a New Year's Six Bowl, who cares anyway? A bowl is a bowl. Uh, I mean, it depends from the standpoint. I mean, if you are a casual football fan, it makes sense because you're not, I mean, you're not thinking about what it means for for a school or, or for players or, you know, for teams. You know, a lot of these teams were in rebuild years or expecting a rebuild year, then they make a bowl game. And, you know, making a bowl game is always, you know, a big deal. You get that extra game. I saw a couple tweets about... 15 more practices. Yeah, I saw, I saw a couple tweets about how important it is for some of the kids who don't have anywhere to go during Christmas. I thought that that was a very valid point. Um, there's probably a lot of athletes, maybe, perhaps even coaches, who just don't have anything going on at Christmas time, this gives them a reason to be with an area. Well, that makes that they them sound really sad, Sean. No, but it's true. Well, like, Chip Kelly's been like a lifelong bachelor, so you know he's been really sad the last couple of years. Oh, you said that, not me. Well, I mean, hopefully Chip Kelly's non-existent family doesn't contact me. Dang. I'm sorry. I, I mean, hey, he's finally getting UCLA, UCLA looks like back on track. How's I mean, your family going? I mean, they're, they're, they're excited that I'm coming home for a little bit. I was talking about the cat. Oh my my cat! Oh man, that was that was Sunny. that was uncalled for, Sean. I thought you meant my family in, in Georgia, though. No, that but Sunny, I've got Chip Kelly in my pocket now. Do a, well, Sunny the cat, uh, which is kind of what he goes by usually, uh, or he he also you know, answers to "Hey you, Sunny, Sunny boy." I'm not going to go through all the names, but he he answers to pretty much anything. Sean has met him multiple times. Sean, I'm surprised has not Big tried to, has not tried to sneak him out in his coat jacket at this point. Where like I would see Sonny's tail hanging out of his jacket. My son, yep. you know, Sean, hey, that looks a lot like my cat. Wait a minute, like, where is Sonny? You're like, Ugh. it's nothing. It's just part of my jacket. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, Sonny's doing well. Cats, cats, cats. We're still talking about the cats. Yep, as we always do. And so, Sean, I'm here's one other thing I want to ask you too, because it was on. Do you think? Because some people feel like it's such an unfair advantage that bowl teams get those 15 extra practices. And again, some people say they're completely overrated. I don't believe that. I had a I had a big bone of contention on the other podcasts that I've appeared on where I'm like, think of, I mean, because what you can do is you can literally focus the first week of those practices only on your young players who have not got a lot of playing time. Yeah. Exclusively. And then the second week, that's when you finally start preparing for your bowl opponent. Like, I mean, it's just like these young guys who get, again, as the season goes on, who are not going to play, they kind of get tossed to the wayside. Because, hey, if you don't, if you don't get those 15 ball practices, you know what they're doing? You're not getting to work with them. They may get to work with the strength and conditioning coach, but you don't get to work with them and, and teach them new concepts and things like that. It's a super important. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, no, I would never undervalue 15 practices. 15, I mean, it's a whole extra, you know, set I mean, of I'm spring a, practices. Of course. I mean, that's, that's you know, a, over two weeks if they do it straight, and that's three weeks if they do it every weekday. And if they have four practices, it's, you know, it's been uh, over a larger amount of time. So, so, so I mean, I would, I, would not, I would not say that the, you know, practices are being overvalued. I suppose, I, again, if you're a casual fan, you look at it and be like, well, maybe they should have been better team. But like, Well, I'm saying that well, the reason I'm bringing that up is because on this other podcast, someone said that the teams who don't make bowl should get five extra spring practices because of that. I mean, I'm fine with that. Um, uh, but see, I'm that guy you said, about, well, they should have just been good enough to make a bowl. They should have been good enough to make a bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
had a sling blade kind of thing there. <laughs> yep. So yes, I, I just I, I, that's just how I feel, Sean. It's like, hey, if you here's here's the other shot. I would maybe be more on board with that if this was thirty years ago. But when there's, I guess forty, I think forty bowl games now, yeah. not including the national championship game, you have ample opportunity to make a bowl. You do. So I, I just I can't I can't buy into well okay let's give these other extra these other schools five extra practices you could have made a bowl because there are a lot of them to go around at this point. No, I'm trying to think of what I mean what it would be in like similarity with like March Madness. Well, I, I don't really think there is one right because the difference with with this is that well I don't know I guess maybe some people want to say well March Madness would be if you're one of the 68 teams that get to make the tournament you're allowed 14 extra practices. Let's just say the exact same thing. You're guaranteed one extra game. And I know it's different because college football is you only get that one extra game. And if obviously if you're uh, a March Madness team, you're going to get five or six or whatever, you know, at, at maximum. And, you know, a lot of teams, most teams get one and then half of that's two and then half of that is three and, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, I suppose like similar kind of deal, if you make it, you get the extra practices. And that I suppose is kind of true with, with basketball but again 68 teams is a lot and then also there's the nit and the cbi and the cit 80 okay so we're saying 40 bowl games 80 teams that's a lot it's a lot of teams that opportunity especially when there's what like 100 should have been better 129 teams total yeah in fps i mean that means most of two-thirds of the fps makes it basically are well, you sure well, that all of these people aren't ku fan accounts well, i well, no i just you know i just think that again that but uh, let me also say this though sean i don't want my point about there being so many extra bowls now that well these other teams who don't make it don't deserve practices i am also not making the point that well there's too many bowls because i'm gonna watch it i mean I, like you said you were joking with me about did i know who was in the maker's mark or whatever the heck it's called bahamas bowl and if Maker's Mart doesn't sponsor it, maybe you can pick that up now if you want. And you can send me some alcohol. Just not while I'm on the podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> wow. Sleek. But, no one's going to notice that one. But I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway because I just view it, Sean, just like anybody else. The, the days are dwindling and college football is going to be gone for, you know, from January until August or the first week of September. So, I mean, I'm going to watch as many games as possible. And I've always been someone who enjoyed watching the 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 D2, the D3 championship games because I don't really ever watch those teams. Sometimes those are really fun to watch Mountain Union and to watch Northwest Missouri State. Shout out to a certain MHS alum who's tearing it up there, Mr. Trevor oh, Hudgens. Gosh, yeah, no, he's he's on, amazing. on the basketball court, by the way, not not in football. Yeah, Trevor Hudgens. Uh, if you haven't heard by this point, he did score twenty seven points against Duke. Big deal. Yeah, in a preseason exhibition game, went to Cameron. Manhattan High. Mm-hmm. They won a national championship last year. It went undefeated too. Yep. Northwest Missouri State did so. He's he's doing quite well there. Speaking of that, that's probably a good time, Sean, for us to transition to basketball. Well, we've kind of talked football to death because I'd say that you know we're here sitting Thursday evening at the Mercury office, a little less than twenty four hours since K State men's basketball did exactly what they're supposed to. They just completely slapped around Alabama State, eighty six forty one. My gosh. It was every bit as lopsided as you would have expected if you happened to tune in or if you were one of the 1,500 people in attendance. This is a game where you become extremely concerned if K-State comes out flat like it has multiple times, especially towards the beginning of the season. 
I did not even, I mean, I, of course, didn't anticipate it for this game because, I mean, their opponent was disoriented at best, I think is, is probably probably the best. I mean, they were outmatched. Did, disoriented? Like, they showed up like, oh, what what arena are we in? Yes. Are we in Kansas? As someone who is not at the stadium, I can definitely report that. The arena. Sure. But it is right beside Bill Stoddard Family Stadium. Yep. Manhattan, Kansas, 66502. <laughs> nice. How about this? Speaking of places and zip codes and all that, this shows you how effective these commercials were back 20 plus years ago. There was a little jingle that used to go along with the Scruff McGruff commercials, mm. and it was Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois 60652. Wow. When I don't was know that, that's, the 80s? This would have been like 1997, 98. And okay. I, I'm going to feel really stupid now if I messed up the zip code. But I think it was 60652 for Chicago, If Illinois. he messed up the zip code, please tweet him at Ryan A. Black on well, Twitter. Well, I hope the official Scruff McGruff account... Be as mean as you like. I hope the official Scruff McGruff account, you know, tells me he's going to take a bite out of crime because of it. Xavier Sneed played well. The, Xavier Sneed, bat to basketball, yes. A St. Louis native, he is. 20 points, 8 of 10 from the field, over 2 from the free throw line, though. Could have been almost perfect. Came very close to it. Could have been almost perfect. What an interesting sentence. I concur. <laughs> I concur. No, but you know, then you look at that. They just continue to play well. The two freshmen, Gordons, Antonio and Dejuan, they both scored 13 points apiece. Cartier Jada with 10 more assists. First K-State player to have that many in the game since Marcus Foster in 2014. Uh, I mean, Sean, again, I, I keep going back to this team does have talent. Oh, yeah. They just have not shown it at the right times this season in, in, in their more marquee games. They have a chance to turn that around Saturday. They're playing in Newark, New Jersey against Mississippi State. Reggie Perry, one of the best players in the SEC, one of the best players in the country, guy won the tournament MVP at the FIBA World Cup that Bruce Weber coached to a gold uh, in Greece this summer. Uh, and really, Sean, it's just that, I mean, we discussed it uh, not long ago, is that at this point, Given their non-conference schedule, K-State has no more margin for error. They really need to win out heading into Big 12 play because they play, you know, like I said, Mississippi State Saturday. They play St. Louis in the Wildcat Classic in Kansas City at the Sprint Center. They play Tulsa here on the December 29th, and they'll play Alabama uh, in the B Big 12 SEC Challenge in Tuscaloosa in January. And just given the games they've already lost, you know, that they just they, they have to win out. To, to, give, to give themselves really any – somewhat margin for error when it comes to the Big 12. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think they lost their margin of error a couple losses ago, to be honest. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they're at a point where teams in the Big 12 are looking pretty decent right now. I mean, Baylor just came off of a really nice victory. KU is going to be number one in the nation, unless, of course, they lose. Texas Tech looks good. Texas has looked okay against against, against some quality opponents. They kind of We're played their see, opponent. Uh, Texas. They play they play to their opponents, and they've been yeah. doing that for like five years yes, now. Yes, they have. I mean, they will have games where they'll give Duke or North Carolina either such a good game that they win or something where they take or it over. Or it's a close loss. Or they, or they give it to overtime yeah. and something, and then they'll just go and lose to some team you've never heard of before. And that, you know, that happens within four days. I don't really know why that happens but you know that's the case we're not here to talk about texas though um are they back in uh, basketball did they win their most recent game on top of my head i don't remember <laughs> texas they, okay they might be back they may be maybe back 
back in football won their most recent game back. they are yeah and now they're going to the alamo bowl i think it's gonna be a really interesting matchup between that texas offense and utah because you know utah everyone thought well hey maybe they have a great 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 defense and then oregon completely oops just embarrassed them last friday in the pac-12 championship game cost utah probably a playoff spot yep i mean unless i i guess Sean, it would have been fascinating to see what would have happened if utah had won and then they look at it well they probably had to go in there and get a pretty good win too so you just okay so what you're saying is sean do you think that because if they had barely edged oregon do you think after that if they looked at how the two big 12 teams played that well they, they were ranked fifth right they were, yeah, because Georgia was number four. Yeah, I mean, you would have to have them skip over Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, or you know, I mean, that's or LSU. I mean, that's a tough argument to make. But if they go in there and they just, you know, clean up Oregon and beat them by twenty, twenty-five points, then well, I guess what I'm asking, is, Sean. So let's say if they'd only beaten Oregon by like a field goal or, or just single digits, and then the Oklahoma uh, Baylor game ends like it did with overtime, do you think there's any chance they would have given to the Pac-12? Or they would have given it to one of the Big 12 winner? Do you think they would have given it to Oklahoma? Or do you still think it's like they just literally would go by, okay, the fact that Utah was number five. Based on how they've treated other bowl games, I say they'd probably still give it to Oklahoma. Okay, wow, really? I I think they... I mean, people think Oklahoma's the best offense in the country. I think that's not a crazy thing to say, right? Like... Well, yards per play and what have you, yes. I mean, maybe some people would make the argument their for LSU. De- their, de- their defense has looked better. Has improved. In, in, in the past weeks, and that was the big issue with them. Obviously, K-State exposed that more than any other team. Uh, you know, that's the only loss. I know K-State fans are, are probably really proud of that. Um, proud like Peacocks or Chess puffed out every time you bring up that game. <laughs> I hope so. I like to imagine a K-State fan just walking into McAllister's Deli about to order a sandwich and then somebody mentions Oklahoma and then and then their chest pops out and all of a sudden they have a bunch of colors coming out yeah. of their back end and it's a bunch of feathers and they're just like, you know, their it eyes. It would be kind of odd, but you're like, wow, that, that person's pretty proud. <laughs> and you'd also ask them if they work for NBC. We have now compared another human to a creature on this podcast. We are going, we're, we're going for all the, we con- are all we're going for the all the Chimera today. stuff today. And Sean, I think, yeah, going back to football for one second, because we've kind of gone in from gone in and out. We've kind of taken a very circuitous path today. Which of the two playoff games are you more looking forward to? I mean, I, I think people are waiting and waiting and waiting for the Big Twelve to make a splash in the playoff because Oklahoma has been the team. They, they're the only big uh, Power Five conference without a win in the playoff. It, I think all I think eyes are on them. Obviously, they have a really tough matchup against Ohio State. No, um, no, no, Oklahoma's playing right, LSU. Right, right, LSU. That's right. LSU jumped over Ohio yep. State. Yep. I well, mean, I'm just saying for you, which one are you more looking forward to? If you can only pick one to watch, probably LSU, Oklahoma. Really? See, I, I'm going the other way because I just don't think Clemson has faced anybody close to the caliber of Ohio State. But I think there's a chance that Clemson still is the best team in the country, and everyone just wants to take shots at them because Put they Batman. because they played the ACC. Yeah, and it's not their fault. No, I mean that they, they've they're I mean, both to going me, to be good to games. me, folks. Come on, Clemson's earned the benefit of the doubt. Come on, I mean at this point, I mean they they've they've destroyed Ohio State when they played in the playoff. They're also but, the defending champs. Yeah, the defending national champs. And after a very rough start to the season, Trevor Lawrence is looking. I mean, it is it's, it's unbelievable lost. how good all four of the quarterbacks in the playoffs are. 
Do you think quarterbacks are important? I mean, it's just, but it's just amazing how well all of them are playing. I mean, Joe Burrow, barring the man, something crazy is going to win the Heisman. But great quarterback name, by the way. Oh, it is for sure. Well, and I love what he did on Senior Night. Yeah, that was really cool with the Cajun spelling. The video. Like that. Oh yeah. my gosh! Someone tweeted. I don't know who it was who basically just said like he could run for the mayor of Louisiana <laughs> and win it going away at this point. Yeah. And uh, but hey, I mean. Justin Fields, I want to see more of him. I, I just have not got to watch many Ohio State games this year. You know, the Georgia transfer, uh, obviously Clemson. What can you say about Trevor Lawrence? I mean, he's, I think, the person that every he has a lot of hair. Every every pro team and and you know every pro team would want him because mm-hmm. I think he's the best. What about the Chiefs? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not, every team every team who needs a quarterback in the NFL. Okay, so. different. Yeah, well, I mean, but they, it's like, do, do you, well, I'm trying to think who else would say, uh, I mean, the Chiefs uh, would not be one of them, but I'm trying to think what other, what other teams would say, well, no, we, we feel so comfortable at quarterback that we, well, probably Baltimore, Baltimore feels fine at quarterback right now. The Jets. The, yeah, well. So oh, we're definitely. Getting, <laughs> we're All right, get, go ahead. We're going way off track. My point is, though, and then. When the fourth guy of this group I haven't even mentioned yet is 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 Hertz. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Heard of him, uh, Sean? Again, I I said this to people. I really would not be surprised if the two, the national championship game is Oklahoma Clemson because I just think there's so many times when you hear these games like everyone says, oh, there's just no question it's going to be the top two. It's going to be it's going to be LSU. It's going to be Ohio State. They're the two best teams. I wouldn't be surprised if any one of these teams won the national championship this year. Absolutely not. No, I think there are some years you go into it saying something crazy has to happen for the four, the three seed to win. The only thing I want is for all, for all three games to be good. That's what that's yeah. really what I want. I mean, I've, of course, I don't have a, a horse in the race, and you know, it, it would be cool to see a Big Twelve team that I've covered uh, this year win it like that. I mean, that would be cool because we we've seen them play this year, but. I mean, any of the teams are going to be very good. Well, John, last question. I guess it would be a good one to end on because it just kind of circles back to so many things we've talked about. 17. I thought you were going to say 42. No. Answered everything. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Getting that reference? I don't watch movies. That's right. Now, Greg Woods would have been sitting here. He would have just fainted from like, what is he talking about? Is that is that an NBA guy? I don't know. Jackie Robinson? He, yeah. wouldn't know, he wouldn't know Jackie Robinson wore 42, I'll bet. He wouldn't even know. <laughs> much less Mariana Rivera. God, that kid. Man. Okay. Anyway, Sean, is that is there any, 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 any question that the team who needs it the most is Oklahoma? No. I feel like I feel like the other teams. It's everyone's goal at this point, obviously. I mean, I'm sure every team feels like they are the best team. But when it comes to, you know, a team and, and like a conference and maybe even a quarterback, like just wanting to prove himself, I mean, you know, people, you know, remember the story of Jalen Hurts and him, it would him be getting an unbelievable him, him getting story. him getting benched for a guy who eventually replaces him at Alabama, and then he transfers to Oklahoma. He has a completely stellar season at Oklahoma, and to come win a national championship, that's a storyline that would be tremendous. No, I mean, like I said, Sean, his story, if he does cap it with a national championship, would be one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. Bringing it to a team that has gotten here to this point, but no further. And the fact that, Sean, you think about this, you know, Tua, 
Tagovailoa, who he, he got replaced by at Alabama. Okay, but he replaced him in the second half of that 2017 National Championship game against Georgia, led them to the amazing comeback, the win in overtime. Uh, then, you know, Hertz came in the SEC Championship the following year when Tua got hurt and, and led them to another comeback win over Georgia. But it's just the fact that Tua has not delivered a national championship technically since he was the starter. He was still mm-hmm. the backup when he, and so it would be just kind of a crazy twist of fate if you know after Alabama said we don't need you anymore if he ends up doing it for for Oklahoma. And the reason why I agree, Sean, that that Oklahoma is the team that needs it the most is not only because they're the team, the one team of the four who has gone the longest without winning a championship. The other teams obviously have all won championships since then uh and actually all of them have won multiple championships since then lsu would have been 2003-2007 ohio state would have been uh 2002 and 2014 and then clemson would have been 2016 and 2018 so all of them have won multiple championships oklahoma's last being in 2000 in the second season under bob stoops where they beat florida state in that god-awful championship game 13 to 2 Mark Rick's final game as Florida State's offensive coordinator, by the way, before he went to Georgia, became Georgia's coach. But the reason it is so important for Oklahoma is because, like you said, Sean, outside of what I just said about the other three having already won multiple national championships since Oklahoma's last one, they're carrying the banner for the Big 12. Yeah. Because I've seen people, Sean, that you know, a lot of people that we follow, who we follow, I'm sorry, who they get on Twitter all the time and they just don't understand, well, why does SEC get benefit of the doubt? Or why do they do why these other? It's like, if you win, in the playoffs win championships people are going to shut up mm-hmm. but until you, the big 12 wins another championship you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt the last one's texas that's right and that was a while ago 2005 so i'm just saying that football you know football yes it is that to <laughs> they are carrying the banner for the big 12 and that, that's why heck sean i mean not that you ever want to get to the championship and lose but if they can even just beat lsu they at least say okay well now we've won a playoff game but until the big 12 wins a playoff game you're going to keep getting these people that want to take shots that's just how it is when you win people shut up like like i just did we just won that podcast but then you didn't you're right we could cut that if you want nope